back by popular demand. This is our segment where we do the rapid reaction to all of the stories in the news that you might have missed this week. It was a crazy news cycle, of course. So we're going to kick things off with our good friend, James O'Keefe, and the journalists over at OMG. They recently just caught a member of the IRS uh, pretty much openly admitting to doing illegal things and unconstitutional things. Let's take a listen. So AI has access to like everybody's bank account? Yes. What? They, they see the amount in your bank account, yes. I can't. Is it constitutional to do that? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> they are assholes. Really? They are the definition of an asshole. All of them. They have no problem like going after the small people, you know, putting people in prison. Like destroying people's life. They, they really? Have, they have no problem doing that. They said that we were all nice when we started. Now look at us. Like, look, they are like robots right now. All of them. I can't wait to give this news to all of my friends. <laughs> yeah, please don't tell them my name. Do you think that you would like have to have like a No, not the they can audit like whoever they want. That's actually, it's, it, it's a bit invasive, right? Yeah. Like in, in six months, they were able to capture half a billion dollars. Do they have warrants to go into like the accounts to, to find that half a billion dollars? Like, no. You said the IRS doesn't control the AI? Who does? The Department of Justice and uh, the Inspector General. It's like he went into the army. When I went to the, to the criminal investigation unit, the guy tell, telling me, like, well, the first person you shoot, you're going to remember. But after that, you're going to shoot like 100 people. You're not going to remember any of them. Ah, well, that's freaking scary, especially that little smirk at the end of that comment. Uh, well, that's that gives me chills, obviously. These IRS agents, we all know what they're doing. Sadly, though, the GOP and the Democrats have oh, have handed them so much in the funding where they're actually bringing on 87,000 new IRS employees. And so uh, people like Alex over here, over in the Criminal Investigations Unit, well, there's going to be more of these guys. Let's bring in my guest for today's panel reaction. Actually, it's just one person today. <laughs> Let's bring in Allie Thomas. Allie Thomas is a former, uh, she's the former, I should just say the former, Director of Operations for Congressman Matt Gates. She is also, and this guy, Alex, is going to need it, Allie, so you might want to slide over your business card to him. You are a crisis manager as well. And Alex Mena, he probably has a crisis on his hands right now. Alex, Allie, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> Thank you for having me. What's scarier is the IRS now has ammo. They buy ammo. And then he's chuckling and laughing as he's discussing, you know, it's like making your first kill, <laughs> which is generally frowned upon in every other case. But of course now, you know, it's the IRS, so it's fine. Yeah. When it's I disgusting. started digging through all of the reasons why the IRS needed to buy like pounds and pounds. I think they, they, I don't remember, was it pallets they measured it in? It was something crazy. A report came out last year that they were just like stockpiling up on ammunition. And when I reached out for a comment, the IRS was so dismissive about it. They, they were just like, ah, you know, we, we've always done this. 
But why would the IRS need ammo, guns, arming their agents? I mean, they were literally hiring people and the requirements, it was that they must be able to carry a gun. It's the IRS, Allie. What can they possibly be carrying a gun for? Well, apparently target practice. AI gives them the target and they go in. I mean, it is disgusting. It's not surprising, though, that AI is is able to infiltrate our bank accounts. It's also not surprising that banks give the information. I mean, if you remember January 6th, um, I believe it was Bank of America was releasing, there was a whistleblower on the Hill that were releasing information um, to anybody that had purchased a gun previously and just so happened to be around the Capitol during that time. And I believe there was an interview in the Judiciary Committee um, in front of Weaponization Subcommittee, I believe. Yeah, so it's not shocking George- to me. Yeah, George Hill comes on the show often. George Hill was the one who blew the whistle on that one. Uh, and he's he finds it extremely alarming that we're sitting here and allowing. There you go. What a great producer we have. Uh, he was sitting there Absolutely. and he was, infuri- <laughs> he was infuriated by all of this, honestly. Uh, but yeah, he blew the whistle on that. And they're, and they're doing it all the time. And we saw just a couple of weeks ago that the IRS, well, actually the Treasury was specifically requesting anyone who used certain right-wing names, Trump and, and all these other MAGA names, and they were flagging those things too. So there's really no surprise there. Uh, Ali, do you expect any of your former colleagues uh, on the Hill and their staffers and stuff to kind of uh, get involved in this? Because I think this is right up, you know, your former boss's alley. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see Matt get involved with this. I think it's scary that we have now cut out the whistleblower we just go to the computer and AI, artificial intelligence is going to figure everything out for them. And the fact that the person interviewed by the journalist for OMG was laughing. Yeah. Yeah. That's Alex Mena. Yeah. It's horrible. He thought it was so funny. And, you know, but these are usually dates. And so I do kind of have like a, I do think that this is like men who are just trying to impress the women because of other reasons. Uh, so there's that aspect to it. But ultimately, I mean, none of this is is past the IRS. We know that this is what they've been doing. We know that they are arming these people. I mean, Alex doesn't seem like an individual who probably should uh, be able to carry a gun because he was very happy about doing so and shooting people. Uh, so I think yeah, you only remember your first kill, though. <laughs> the rest of you just become immune after that. I mean, gosh, what IRS? Yeah. I don't think that there should be any agent who after they stick around the agencies. Usually, usually most of the time you get transferred out or something happens like. The fact that he was so happy, look at him, so happy. He's like, oh, this this girl's really going to be impressed when I tell her about killing people. Gosh, these people- We were generally kind when we came in. I mean, as you watch that video even farther, it gets worse because they are excited that they're going after the little people. It's not even the people that are doing bad things with their tax dollars or evading taxes. They're going after normal working class, small you know, uh, smaller people financially, I should say, not smaller people in the world, but um, yeah, it's it's disturbing. Yeah, those are the people who can't pay legal fees to kind of fend for themselves. And so they're the ones who are more likely to take a plea deal and just plea out just to get it over with. So that's the reason why they're going after them. Uh, and I'm sure they're going after anyone who's a registered Republican, conservative of that nature. That's definitely probably where they're going these days because we know what happened under Barack Obama. Members of the Tea Party were targeted. And so uh, I don't put anything past these people. There's no there's no consequences for when they violate people's constitutional rights in this country and when they overreach. 
Um, so it's it's alarming, but yet expected. I wanted to bring up because I wanted to bash the um, and Allie, feel free to step out of this one because I'm going to go off. Okay. <laughs> that always makes Allie's heart my favorite hour. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about uh, the people of my former state in the New York GOP. They have gotten behind uh, Mike Sapper Cohn. Um, he is a man who is a former NYPD detective, I believe. Uh, he is somebody who's going after Kirsten Gillibrand's seat in the U.S. Senate. As many of you guys know, this earlier this week, we had uh, Kara uh, Kastronova on the show. She was looking to run for this seat. She was expecting to meet with members of the GOP. I, don't, I haven't spoken with her, but it looks like they just pulled a quick one and threw this guy out there and said, oh, we're going to back him. So I don't know if she ever got that meeting. Uh, we'll keep you posted, though. But I wanted to bring up this because I think this is interesting. So this guy is somebody who has a history, uh, shouldn't surprise you, of donating to Democrats, of course. So if you're wondering what kind of Democrats he likes to donate to, uh, it would be people like New York Attorney General Tish James. If you guys remember, Letitia James is her full name, but uh, she is somebody who's literally going after President Donald J. Trump, and she's a communist. She's disgusting. Uh, so that's her. He's a supporter of her. And he's also a supporter of another individual who just recently filled George Santos's seat. But this is kind of where I want to go with all of this. So he's been a, a very for a very long time now, he's been donating to Democrats. Uh, the New York GOP has a habit of doing this. So they have a habit of running people who claim to be Republicans, but they're not. And you look at their record, they aren't. And they run them as Republicans when their background screams Democrat. And so, uh, for an example, George Santos, they ran a, they ran a so-called Republican, uh, but she was a registered Democrat at the same time. And, and so it just, it really gets under my skin that the New York GOP, number one, doesn't meet with all of their candidates before pushing these people forward, when people throw their names into the hat to kind of go and vote. There you go. That's what they are. <laughs> what a great producer we have. Well, we, uh, yeah, like, oh. Brianna, we know that that New York vetting process for the GOP is stellar. I mean, I'm surprised that the rest of the country hasn't followed. <laughs> Do they even Google them? I wonder. No. <laughs> well, since you mentioned it, I think they Googled me. So I, I've told our audience I wanted to run back in 2018 for the New York uh, State Senate. And the Nassau County GOP chairman would not meet with me. Uh, he was actually just like throwing up a wall and was like, wouldn't respond to emails, wouldn't respond to anything. And then somebody from his office was like, hey, Brianna, like you'd be a great candidate, but you're just very young and you're a female. And at first I was taken back by that because I thought it was just a sexist comment, but I actually realized what he meant by that. It's, it's not that I was a female. It's just that's the only box I checked. When he loves his identity politics, he loves uh, a woman who is not as pasty as me, someone with a little bit more color in their skin, and then he backs them up. But then he doesn't back up other candidates too, which is interesting. But he did, just in case anyone's wondering at home, he did throw his support behind George Santos. He had a binder of information at his disposal regarding George Santos and how his background didn't check out and still went pushing forward to all the donors. And well, it's because he checks off the Jewish line, he checked off the Hispanic line, and then he was also gay. And so they love that. They loved as many boxes being checked, which makes me wonder, you know, in, in New York in general, are these people who are running it, are they uh, specifically, are they actual Republicans? Are they rhinos? Are they just meant to kind of bankrupt the New York GOP? Because that's exactly what they're doing. The, 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 the state GOP is actually just bankrupt because nobody gets behind them because they're so horrific. So I don't know if Ali has part anything. Part of that is they try. Yeah. Yeah, I think part of that is they tried to stray away from that good old boy network, you know, the old old white male that was smoking cigars in, in dark rooms. And so instead of vetting 
anyone, a candidate, making sure they're even registered as a Republican, they decide they're going to go the exact opposite and find out it's almost like a DEI hire for candidates. But a lot of times they, they still do believe in certain districts that you have mm-hmm. to wait your turn and they forget that politics is like shooting lightning in a bottle. It's not necessarily your turn. It's, it's perfect precision. So yeah. I'm not surprised yeah. it's New York. Um, yeah, I, I wish yeah. that they would, you know, try to find um, somebody that is worth worth the vote for the Republicans. I know there's a lot of really good Republicans in New York still, and, and I wish that yeah. they had somebody they could back. Yeah, well, most of us leave New York and we come here to Florida and we're fired up and we, we, we try to, you know, run either down here or help the political party down here in some type of capacity. So I think that's the, some of the best New York Republicans are Floridian Republicans at this point. So it's interesting these days. That is but since true. you mentioned the... Yeah. Since you mentioned DEI, I wanted to to bring up this. This was another interesting one. Uh, this one came from Libs on TikTok, and she she uncovered this exclusive. Hi, has been great at this. Microsoft officials, uh, 2023, their diverse, diversity uh, and inclusion report. They openly admit that they pay white people less than other ethnicity groups in the name of you know pay equity. So, um, Ali, last I checked, paying anybody less money based on race was illegal. And it's considered to be discrimination, and obviously it's unethical and it's horrific. So why do you think all these big tech companies continue to find themselves openly admitting to discriminating against white people and uh, paying them less? Because it's not just Microsoft. We've seen this time and time again. I mean, Bill Gates' legacy lives on. You know, it's it's disgusting that they're... They're racist. That's a racist thing. We're not allowed to do it. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't be, well, because they're white, it's okay. How about we go back to hiring people for, I don't know, their skill, their ability, their merit, not the color of their skin, not their gender, whether the two that are real or any of them that are made up, it shouldn't matter. It definitely should get paid the same. Yeah. Yeah. No, it should. I mean, it's to me, it's common sense, uh, one would say. And so I just, I'm just so enraged by it. But, you know, we have great fighters here in this country. America First Legal is one of them. They continue to sue these these types of racist companies and, and you know, get victories under their belts and go after it for their employees so that they can do this type of stuff. Because if we could sit here and say that racism is bad, you should be able to say it across the board for everyone and not just be selective on what the kind of racism you want to stick up for. So America First Legal, those are our people over there. They're great. They're phenomenal. They're fighters. They go after this nonsense. Stephen Miller, fabulous person. Well, he's not fabulous. I shouldn't say that. That's mean. Uh, <laughs> he is a great person, though. And he's he a fighter. A great patriot. <laughs> Great patriot. Yes. Thank you, Allie. Uh, So, you know, it's interesting. But you mentioned the word disgusting, and that's why I think it's a great pivot point for our next story. Speaking of disgusting, I wanted to ruin the rest of your Fridays with this story over here. (laughs) Joe Biden, he's giving relationship advice, and it's relationship advice that nobody, nobody asked for. Joe Biden's letting you all know at home. The key to his happy 47-year marriage is, um, okay, if you have food in front of you, push it aside. It's good sex. So Joe Biden wants you to know that him and his, him and Jill are having great sex. I, I, at first, I was like, the headline "There's so much to unpack here." The, well, the headline at first on There's Twitter so just said much. "good sex," and I'm like, "Gosh, he's got to be specific because 
We all think he's creepy, Joe. But then he goes on and indulges in this story and says, I'd rather be at home making love to my wife while my children are asleep. <laughs> I can't even read the rest of it. <laughs> Allie. There's so Allie. much to unpack. Allie, first of all, this is-, this is about a book of modern first ladies. This The first lady is what, like 72? She dresses like she took her, her dress to a off of the curtain shower curtain rod and just was like well this works it's modern i like the pattern but generally speaking i don't think any boss should be talking about sex or anything sexual in front of their staff at all ever and you know it begs the question when he's talking about having such a phenomenal 47 year marriage but then we have people that i think there's a forbes article around 2020 um maybe May or March of 2020 that released, it was an interview with Tara Reid, one of one of the eight accusers of sexual assault um, that alleged that Joe Biden, you know, had sexually assaulted him. And I thought to myself, putting those two things together, that thought process of whether or not the accusations are true, it doesn't matter according to, you know, if you're Donald Trump, you can allege anything against him, but put Donald Trump in that position and think about if he was talking about having sex with his wife in the White House in front of staff, what would happen? What would MSM and the liberal media say about Donald Trump saying the key to a great marriage was great sex while my kids are sleeping in the other room? What do you think would happen? There would be a lot of issues. I think the lawsuits would pile up for sexual harassment, for starters. Uh, right. The, the call yeah, for resignation exactly. would be. Well, the White House tried to defuse the situation, um, and they did so by saying that this is just proof that Joe Biden is frankly totally in love with his wife. But, um, you know, Joe, Joe's, he's creepy as heck. He thinks this is like a great selling point for him. Uh, it's not. Most Americans don't don't want to hear it. But also, it's, it's, it's the believable aspect in all of this. We're talking about a man who, according to Fox this week, uh, can't even put on his own shoes. Uh, he needs assistance with sliding those things on. So uh, I can't and I don't want to imagine it being good. Uh, let's just move on to the next story before I get myself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I had this little picture. Do you remember in 2020? In 2021, when he bent down to pick up the dandelion on the White House lawn, and and I was so scared he was going to fall over when he was trying to ha- hand it to Jill. Yeah, the dandelion was scared too. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. That man is such an embarrassment to this nation. Uh, but he's he's running in 20. He's running this year in 2024, November. Make sure you guys are all there. Vote for Joe. I mean, it's just so it's so crazy. Like they're just like, oh yeah, he's really is he really running, guys? I don't think so. Um, But speaking of sexual assault and misconducts, um, I want to bring up this last one. It comes from the Babylon Bee, so it's a good one. Uh, Bill Cosby joins Hamas to uh, so the feminists will stop condemning him for rape. (laughs) I wonder if he's going to move to District 12, U.S. District 12 in Michigan, Dearborn Heights. You know, that would be great. Rashida Tlaib could be his congresswoman. She's she's not going to condemn him. She's not going to condemn him. No, no. And then they're going to pivot to another topic. About the genocide that's going on, the individual genocide that's going on after their people, you know. Oh man, I think this is a good one though. I love, I love Babylon Bay. This one make, gave me a good chuckle. Uh, but you know, it just, it's, it's more hypocrisy from the left, and I love it when we are able to call it out. It's just endless though at this point. Like literally, the jokes write themselves these days. Babylon Bay actually has it pretty easy these days, I'd say. So, 
you know, it is what it you is. You know, that's my dream job. I've always said that. <laughs> well, they're hiring. Seth, if you're watching. <laughs> bring her on. Bring her on. Allie, thank you for jumping on with us today. We'll see you again next Friday, as always. So thank you for jumping on. Thank you so much. And thanks to all our fans that chat with us at, uh, when uh, at 7 right now. So I really <laughs> want to say I appreciate all of the attention you give me and love you all. So I just finished unpacking my latest order from MyPillow. And there's so much to tell you guys about. The new MyPillow 2.0 line is incredible. And it's not just me. Gia and Giuseppe are also loving their MyPillow dog beds. Gia is so obsessed with it. She wants to eat on it, play on it. She literally never leaves her bed. She is loving the MyPillow dog beds. And I'm sure your pups at home would too. And it's just not that. My best friend, Allie, I gifted her the new MyPillow slippers and she's loving it. She describes it as walking on clouds. It's so incredible. So make sure you head over to MyPillow.com and secure up to 66% off. It's an incredible deal. Make sure you use promo code Brianna. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. And you guys got to get there now. Once word gets out that these items are all on the market now, the updated ones, well, he's going to sell out quickly. To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. I want to tell you guys about my friend, Allie. Allie is always complaining about her feet hurting because she's always in heels and working on them. And so I gifted her the new My Slippers 2.0. And let me tell you something, guys. It's been a complete game changer for Allie. You see, Allie tells me now it feels like she's walking on clouds because these slippers are so soft and the cushioning on them is perfect. She is so happy with her new My Slippers 2.0 that she's bragging about it to everyone. And well, if you go on MyPillow.com right now, you'll notice that everyone's talking about these slippers. They're incredible. So right now you have to head over to MyPillow.com and secure your slippers right now. Now, if you want to save up to 66% off, you got to do it by using promo code Brianna. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. Again, make sure you're using promo code Brianna if you want to secure your 66% off and get them now before they sell out. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.